Hi, I'm your host, Langston Ross, and thank you for downloading episode two of the College Ave podcast. On today's episode, we'll be talking with one of my former alums about her experience at Florida State, getting involved on campus, and finding your passion while you're in college. Welcome to the College Avenue Avenue Podcast. I am in our studio, not really a studio, I'm in our uh, office at the Road to College office here at Uplift Northfields Preparatory with one of my favorite alums from the class of 2015. That was my second graduating class here at Northfield, so I kind of felt like I knew what I was doing and they hadn't fired me yet, so I guess they liked me as well. Um, her name is Maria Pia and she is going to tell you a little bit about herself and then we're going to go into a little bit about her experience at her current um, institution and some of the cool things that she's doing. Hi, hello, um, I'm Maria Pia. Um, yeah, um, I was born actually out of the country in Bogota, Colombia. Um, I moved to Dallas, Texas with my parents when I was almost two years old. Um, I went to Catholic school before I went to North Hills, but I went to North Hills all four years of high school. Um, and my college list was actually pretty, it was a, there was a big variety. I applied to schools all over the country, a couple in California, um, like UC Santa Barbara, UC San Diego, in DC American University. Um, I applied to UT Austin SMU, and I applied to uh, liberal arts in North Carolina called Elon, and then three in Florida, which were the University of Miami, University of Florida, Florida State University where I am now. Cool. Um, I remember having a summer college meeting with Maria Pia and her parents, and she is an only child, correct? Yes. I yes, so we already connected because we're both only children. <laughs> and uh, I remember her mom and dad saying, oh, Florida, that's really far. But I, <laughs> I, I wanted to um, ease their mind because I went 12 hours away from home that going out of state for college would be fine, and she had the maturity to really do well. Um, and I knew one of the schools on her list was really one of her top choices and it was a great school, but I also thought from talking to other counselors at Florida State and the work that they do with their honors college was really well. So if Maria Pia, can you talk a little bit about um, your some spring visit to Florida State after you were admitted and some of the things um, that opened your eye to thinking that would be a good fit for you? So I attended this um, preview day at Florida State uh, in the spring. This was obviously before orientation and everything. That was the second time I visited Tallahassee in the campus. But the first time I visited, I went with my parents. And it was a couple days. It's a weekend. Uh, the typical thing that everyone says, you know, like they, they liked the feel of the campus. Um, my parents and I also visited UF, uh, University of Florida. That's in Gainesville, like two hours and a half away. Uh, but the difference that we saw at FSU um, like between FSU and UF was that the campus was just a really, really beautiful and like great fit for myself. They were comfortable um, with me there. And um, the people were very, very kind. They saw like myself and um, the students and could see me making gains and progress um, like the students uh, at the preview were doing. Cool. Um and another reason why I invited Maria P. on the podcast, I have a rule that I do not um, friend any of my current students on social media, Instagram, Facebook, or Snapchat until they're alums. So um, one day during the summer, 
uh, I saw Maria Pia was involved in a summer opportunity at her law school, um, which I, at Florida State Law School, which I wasn't surprised by, but she was selected, um, one of 60 people selected out of 500 applicants. So can you talk a little bit about Florida State's tremendous honors college and how you got involved so quickly on campus? Yeah, so uh, what I always tell people, Florida State has so, so many opportunities and you know, there's that saying, you can be a big fish on a small campus or a small fish in a big campus. I feel like my experience at FSU has been a combination. I definitely feel like I'm a big fish on a big campus um, because of all these opportunities I've taken advantage of. Um, so I am part of the Honors College. I became a part of it spring semester my freshman year. Um, through the Honors College, I was able to apply to be part of this program called Honors Legal Scholars. Um, so we attend events at the Florida State College of Law, um, and then that kind of led me to hear about the opportunity about the program you were just talking about, Mr. Ross, the Summer for Undergraduate program. Um, and that was amazing. That was really, really cool. I, um, like you said, it was, I was one of 60 students um, selected out of 500 plus, which is amazing. Like all the students I was um, with, they were amazing. Like their credentials, they came from all over the country. There was, um, there were students from Harvard, from Brown, um, from I like one of my really good friends is from Alaska, and she's going to the University of Washington. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it was really, really diverse. Someone from Texas A&M, and we actually became really good friends. Um, she is part of an organization with my best friend over there, which was just kind of a coincidence. Wow, small um, world. Yeah, Veronica. Yeah, it was okay. Veronica. Cool. Uh, her name is the girl's name is Madeline. She's um. They're part of this organization called Legacies, and Madeline is going to be the president this upcoming year, so it's nice. cool because they're both part of it, and we really bonded over that. Um, so that was awesome, and I'm also part of um, this organization called Service Scholars, and um, that's kind of a... Uh, so the, the way I became part of Service Scholars, there's this program the week before classes, freshman year start. Uh, it's called the Service Leadership Seminar, and that's actually coming up next week. I'm going back to Tallahassee on Friday to prepare to train for that. I'm um, gonna be a facilitator this year, so kind of like a counselor facilitating discussion, and it's about leadership and service workshops. Uh, my freshman year, I was a participant. And by the at the end of the program, they allow you to apply to be a service scholar. Now, I had applied in January, and I wasn't accepted. Uh, they, it's very selective. They selected uh, 12, or th that first process, they accepted nine out of 500 plus. Wow. Um, yeah. And so I wasn't selected. They were like, no, it's fine. Like, don't be too beat up about it. You should do SLS. That's with the Center for Leadership and Social Change. It's a similar kind of program. It's just not long-term. You should you should try it out. So I did that. Um, and I didn't know, but at the end of the program, they allowed you to apply for service scholars. Um, I applied, and I was one of the four students from SLS chosen. There's about 50 um, in SLS. And so that was a total of 12 is our cohort. Um, and the service scholar program has been phenomenal. Uh, it's a four-year program. We, uh, there, there are like a bunch of different requirements. So we have like monthly evenings to talk about our service and how we're growing with like, um, like the current climate in regards to social justice. There are like five different areas and, um, there's like homelessness. Um, there's like environment, there's nutrition, there's adult, um, advocacy and education, child advocacy and education. And where I volunteer, it's called the FSU Center for the Advancement of Human Rights. And that is directly across from the FSU College of Law. And it's essentially a nonprofit um, 
like with the FSU title in it. And so what I've been able to do there is some really great work. Uh, it started off my freshman year, and this is like what I, one of the things like I'd like to do whenever I have a career. Um, and it's translating documents from Spanish to English for women looking to acquire like a status here, the Violence Against Women's Act or the U visa, which is for victims of crime. Um, so we work with a lot of human trafficking victims, uh, victims of domestic abuse, um, putting together like a service provider directory around uh, uh, about agencies around the state of Florida. And so I, I like that was my freshman year. I'm still volunteering there. I'm going to have a like a full time internship with them now through the service scholar program. Um, but just doing that right away my freshman year was like, wow, I'm at Florida State, like a state school, mm -hmm. and I'm already getting to do this. Like I was beyond happy. Sweet. That is totally awesome. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we, and, and you probably know this as being an alum, but this is for other um, high school students or college counselors that might be listening, sometimes struggle with the college list and only applying to, only having scholars apply to maybe like 25, the top 25 schools or, or this Ivy. So it's good to hear that you're able to get so many cool, meaningful opportunities that you're passionate about on your campus. I have two more questions before I let you go. Uh, first question, what advice would you give to parents about having their child go out of state for college and not just a neighboring state, like you're all the way in Florida. <laughs> and then what advice would you have for students that are a little bit worried about spreading their wings and going out of state to school? What advice would you have for both? Um, so for parents, I would say, and this is talking directly with my parents because I am an only child. Um, I know one thing that they did say at orientation, they do make sure to cater to those parents' needs. Um, like setting up kind of, it sounds kind of weird, but setting up like a schedule kind of to talk to your parents because realistically you're not going to be able to talk to them all the time. Like life is crazy if you're like doing all of like taking advantage of all these opportunities. Um, what I would tell both and especially the students is this exactly like I've gotten that question from my parents' friends who have their kids considering going out of state is definitely take advantage of all these opportunities. Like the only reason I'm, I would say, I'm like pretty successful at FSU is because I've branched out and gone out there and learned about what there is. And there's definitely going to be at least one thing that you want to get involved in. Um, so yeah, definitely do that. You're going to regret more the chances that you didn't take um, and the chances that you did. Me, for example, I like started off with like 17 organizations I wanted mm -hmm. to be a part of. I kind of like spread myself too thin. And I know like in high school, that was something I had a problem with too. Um, but from that point, I noticed at least, and like people told me I had a college counselor and she said that they provided for, that they provide for out-of-state students as well. So that's awesome. Another <laughs> plug. Um, but yeah, they, she said, you can have many interests, but only a few passions. And you're not going to be able to focus on those passions if you uh, try to invest in everything. So you can have many interests, that's fine, but go ahead and invest in a few passions. So start off big and then go ahead and start investing in uh, different things. But definitely, um, that's the advice that I would give. Sweet. Very solid advice. Um, prior to us um, recording for the podcast, you were talking to Ms. Hollingsworth, who is our, our dean of um, college prep. And the fascinating thing that I heard both of you guys um, talk about is the just diversity in Florida, like cultural diversity, ethnic diversity, social economic diversity. So the last question being that you'll be a junior in the fall. Um, will you be a junior? So it's because I took IB in high school. I went in with 41 credits, which is awesome. Oh, wow. So I can, I'm 
double majoring right now, and I'm going to be able to graduate in the spring. Okay, let me yeah. not short you. So you'll be a senior <laughs> um, in the fall. It's a shout out to IBM. Um, you'll be a senior in the fall. So, it, but only only your third year in Tallahassee, right. but a senior in the fall. Last question. I look at a lot of your pictures and I see the diversity and just it's it's really fulfilling to see that you've gone out of state. You have a wide variety of friends from different ethnic backgrounds. I'm sure that you guys talk about a lot of the political climate because you're thinking about law school and that's something that you want to go into. Um, what is it like to be a college student on a on a campus that I think does a pretty good job um, recruiting to diversity, recruiting um, to students from different backgrounds. What is it like to be a college student? So your freshman year was the last year of President Obama. First two years were the last year of President Obama's uh, presidency. And then now your third year, end of your second year, beginning of your third year um, is now with uh, President Trump. So what has the climate been like on campus? So another great thing about Florida State um, both like with the College of Law, but also like as un, like a, as an undergraduate institution, you have the capital right there. Like it's so right. accessible um, that there are so many like things I couldn't. Well, I guess I could have done in Dallas, but also like I'm more independent. Like my, my if it was for my parents, like I wouldn't be going to all these protests. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I've definitely taken like grassroots action um, with uh, like all the organizations I'm involved with. Um, so I yeah I've gone I've gone to like the whole quote, unquote, like, Muslim ban protest. Um, there was, like, a women's march that was huge. Like, so many people attended in Tallahassee. Um, I'm actually part of, so I'm a double major in international affairs and media communication studies. So those are two different colleges. Um, but with international affairs, um, I'm also specializing in political science. And that's with the College of Social Sciences and Public Policy. I'm part of the Student Leadership Council for um, that uh, for that college, which is also, uh, it was also like a pretty like rigorous application process they selected. It was like 7% of students that wow. applied like after the interview process and everything. So that was great. Um, uh, so yeah, so through that, I'm actually the service committee chair this year. So service scholars has definitely let me put my foot in the door for a lot of organizations as we can, as we hear. Um, but yeah, so through that, we recently did this event called Agree to Disagree. Um, and we had conservatives as well as liberals like come in and it was kind of like a moderated facilitated discussion. Um, and that was really successful. We proved it was kind of smaller. Um, and it was great being in kind of like, I guess that bubble that was facilitated and finding that you still have like some things in common with people, even though they may be like on the other side of the political spectrum, um, with that organization, obviously like I do, um, we do try to keep ourselves more like, diplomatic as opposed to like party leaning. Right. But for that event, we did um, like like express that and like out ourselves. I don't know. Um, but I guess it's like what we learned, the skills and the tools from that um, to be able to take out onto campus whenever you're not going to have that bubble necessarily. FSU is like a very um, accept accepting campus, but it is more so like people compared a lot to Southern Georgia. So you do find some... Um, I guess like diverse uh, political viewpoints, it is more left-leaning, but you do find um, both sides, both uh, party presence, uh, both parties presence on campus. Um, but yeah, I would say like FSU, like it's very accepting and with everything I'm involved in, um, you definitely have the tools to express, um, to, to utilize, to talk about like, to use your like freedom of expression. And yeah, I'm really content. Cool. 
thank you. Well, I know you have to head out, but thank you so much for being our first alumni uh, visit on the College Ave podcast. And I'm sure you will be in law school very soon. Have a good third year, but senior year um, at FSU. And we'll be sure to put um, the service learning organization and the FSU Center for Human Rights um, in the notes section so uh, people can check that out. Perfect. Thanks, Mr. Ross. No problem.